Well, hey everyone, welcome back to Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Beard, and this is our first episode of 2021. I'm ex- I'm excited that we're going to start the year off strong. Yeah, it feels like I haven't talked to you since last year. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh gosh, I was. How long did it take you to? My wife was begging me that one. not to lead with that. <laughs> she was like, "Please spare everyone." And don't lead with that. It's great because we just did an episode where it was the best moments of 2020. This will make the worst. We've already started the process for 2020. The worst moments moments of Hello Church. The worst jokes. (laughs) Yeah, the worst jokes. But it is our first episode of 2021. And I think it's a great topic because we're talking about rest. Pastors, do you feel burnout? Do you feel tired? Do you feel like you're just making it by? If so, I think this is a perfect episode for you as you begin 2021. Yeah, and really, uh, when we talk about rest, right? When we're talking about uh, getting away, uh, replenishing your your mind and your heart, uh, we're really talking about being intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, the world is, you have people around you and your, you know, your kids' schedule, the school activities, like all these things. There's this like earth sucking gravitational pull uh to uh push you off your to-do list the things that you've got to get done today the things that you that you need to accomplish this year and if you aren't intentional about your life your time your focus pastor um all of these things will will sort of muddy the waters they'll get in the way Mm -hmm. they will cause you to be you know less efficient they'll cause you to be you know, tired a lot faster. And so really what we're talking about is being intentional. I love what John Maxwell said. And of course, there's literally like a John Maxwell quote for like everything right? in life, right? <laughs> you could just Google like grace and John Maxwell or productivity yeah. and John, like he's literally got a little nugget I on feel a calendar like, somewhere. I also feel like when pastors need illustrations, they just Google John Maxwell quote <laughs> and they just choose one. Yeah. It's they, an it easy. Yeah, especially <laughs> especially leadership, right? But I love what John Maxwell says. He, he says that uh, intentional living embraces only the things that add to the mission of significance. And, and, and pastors, we know that you're on a mission of significance, you're, mm-hmm. you're both personally, but also your church as an organization is on a mission of significance and wanting to reach your community. And so being intentional really only chooses to embrace the things that add to that mission of significance. So for you personally, um, what are the things that add to your mission, your personal mission, the values that you have, and and what uh, things can you embrace that add to the mission of your church? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Really, yeah. intentionality, but also how rest falls into that. Yeah. Well, and it's a pretty. I mean, it's a pretty well-recognized fact that if you want to achieve something great, it takes time. So if you want to lift. 300 pounds it takes time and it takes planning and i think the same is true about rest we don't really think about it that way has anybody ever not planned to rest and they just were like man this has just been such a restful week i don't think that's ever happened it always has to be planned so if you want to be rested well rested you're gonna have you're gonna have to plan it and so we're gonna talk about that and i think the first the first point and and justin i think you can speak to this really well is trying to find a way to plan a sabbatical for however long it's going to be. But I think pastors, 2021, after the crazy year of 2020, might 
benefit from planning a sabbatical in advance this year? Yeah, so when we're talking about rest, that there's long periods of rest and there's short periods of rest, there's weekly uh, moments or windows, so to speak, that you've got to be intentional about that rest. But uh, what Wade mentioned is uh, taking a prolonged period of rest, and, if you, and and maybe it sounds to you like a sabbatical, like that sounds, some of you thought, man, that sounds amazing, and some mm-hmm. of you thought, I could never do that. Yeah. And I felt the same way. We, we were in a season at Ministry Pass and Seminary where it was a tough season. We were experiencing some growing pains. We'd just gotten into our first office. And, you know, as the, we've been programmed by John Maxwell again, right? Everything rises and falls on leadership. So in my mind, it's like, I've got to be there. I've got to be present. I've got to be helping the team. I can't be away for a prolonged period of time because it all rises and falls on leadership, on me, on me being there. And, uh, you know, it was a tough season, I have to be honest. And I remember getting to the time when I was supposed to go on a sabbatical and thinking, I, this is the worst time to take yeah. a sabbatical. Yeah. And the, the saving grace, so to speak, of, uh, of me being able to, to, to do that was the fact that I had planned ahead. And so I started in January and I said, in May... And, you know, May is my wife and I's anniversary, so I chose May. Uh, I'm going to do a sabbatical. So I planned a trip at the beginning of sabbatical. I bought plane tickets, had car rentals, hotels, all of that. And so that was really the only reason why I didn't yeah. back out. Otherwise, I probably would have. I probably would have backed out. You committed yourself. Yeah, you, and you went all in. And so here's what we did. We we were in Houston. We flew to Vancouver, and then we drove, rented the car, and we drove down the coast over like a seven-day period uh, mm-hmm. from Vancouver to San Francisco, and it was a wonderful time. Yeah. And that really allowed me to to escape, right, to feel like I'm, I'm it's not like, a sabbatical shouldn't be one giant long staycation. Mm-hmm. You should get out, and then you come back, and of course... Um, you know, you're at home and you're be able you're able to rest. And of course, my wife had a ton of house things for me to oh, do. Of course, yeah. But my mind wasn't heavy, right? Yeah. Well, and it's good that you're talking about these rhythms and these periods of rest. And even when you look at Scripture, what's the one commandment that we don't talk about the most out of all the others? And that's uh, the Sabbath. We have been given this uh, this cycle every single week where God commands us to find a way to rest. And when we rest, a lot of great things happen. We rest our body, we rest our minds, but we also remind ourselves that the world keeps moving without us, that God is still God, even if, even if we're not working 24-7. So it's very, it's very powerful. And then you also see seasons of rest, where the Israelites will rest the land, where s- slaves, servants will be freed. And so we see those rhythms, and I think that's important to understand the weekly rhythm, uh, the monthly rhythm, the yearly rhythm, and then rhythms over the course of many years, like seven, 10 years. That's, that's so important. And I think it's important to be intentional about, about that. And then also find a way to take days off without warning. And I think that's a really good uh, piece of advice. If you can find a way to do that, that would be fantastic because here's what it does is it allows you to build out your team to where things don't rise and fall on you every single day, to where you can step out and you can say, okay, I'm gonna take a day off and things will not burn down. So if you can find a way to do that, to you actually will prepare 
to take those days off suddenly before they even happen. And I think that's helpful as well. Well, and, and here's another thing about planning a sabbatical ahead of time, right? So I planned it in January. We had five months to basically get everyone ready to, uh-huh. to work without me. And, you know, I was worried about that. I was worried about going. It was a tough time. But I don't know if you remember this, but when I was gone, that was May, we had one of the, the most successful months in the history of the company while I was away. Mm. I think it was the second highest month we'd ever done in revenue while I was gone for four weeks. And what it taught me was, uh, A, it's possible to take a sabbatical. B, the organization actually was made better by me getting away for a prolonged period of time because it taught everyone mm-hmm. to step, you know, everyone had to step up, but it also taught me a lesson too, right? There, there's a lot of things that I was doing that I probably shouldn't be doing as far as day-to-day activities, you know, uh, my punch list of things to get done today. And it made me feel like I was, you know, got a lot done, but maybe I shouldn't have been doing those things. Maybe they were things that we could have got an intern to do or, or, or someone mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe a part-time con- contractor or even a volunteer I was doing a lot of those types of things and so by doing uh by planning ahead we were able to to, you know everyone knew I was going on a sabbatical it wasn't a surprise Mm -hmm. I wasn't like I didn't get to the moment of burnout where I was like I'm leaving um it it, it really our organization was a lot healthier when I got back and from I mean that was May right oh yeah that September we just like yeah, we took off. We took it was, off. It was, it was wild. I, I think, yeah, that's so important to be able to do that. And maybe you work yourself uh, up. Uh, you work your way up as you think through that. I, I think one of the points that we preach all the time is when you're planning out your sermons, if you plan in advance and you use something like Ministry Pass's calendar, whatever calendar that you think works best for your congregation, whether it's one that you adapt, one you build out on your own, if you plan that in advance, you can say, here's where I need my guest speakers. I already know where they're preaching in our sermon series. Things obviously can change, but that gives you time off. And so you might say, well, we're going to start out and every two months I'll have a guest speaker or I'll have someone from the church, a youth pastor or associate pastor preach. And that will build in those periods of rest and allow that week that you don't preach uh, to be a little more restful and then also for you to kind of catch up on things that maybe you haven't haven't done before. And then here's something I would encourage every pastor to do. And we haven't talked about this, but I think what would be great is one Sunday when you have a guest speaker, just call your staff on a Saturday and say, hey, uh, I'm actually not going to be at church this Sunday. And take a break and go to a different church. And just uh, allow yourself to to be in a congregation and to just worship for that one Sunday. I think it's helpful too, because it gets you know chance to see how other churches are, are doing things, but uh, maybe build that out. Maybe that's kind of one of the first few steps. And then you, from there you can work in uh, getting a Sabbath or a sabbatical together, whether that's in 2021 or the beginning of maybe 2022. Yeah, I know this is not a popular statement, Pastor, but if you're preaching more than 40 times a year, I think it's way too much. Uh, You can have other guest speakers. You can have people on your staff, uh, your elders, deacons. um, They can help you. That's not to say that you aren't the majority communicator. Of course you are. You're you're the pastor and the leader. Mm -hmm. But, But really leverage a calendar. Plan out your entire year. Plan out your rest periods, like Wade was mentioning. And it's gonna really help you be sharper so that when you do preach through a series, maybe you preach through Ephesians and, and you're the lone speaker for that series, it is just really sharp, really crisp, but you have 
you know, you've had some rest, you've allowed that content to marinate in your heart, and you're just bringing God's word to the people in a way that that is more colorful than they've heard you communicate in a long time. And you're only going to be able to do that if you are intentional, right? Embracing only the things that add to the mission of significance. And I don't think being burned out and preaching 52 times a year is really adding to the mission of significance for you. It definitely makes you feel like you're doing a lot, but I don't know if it's really helping you improve and and really helping your staff and your team, your leadership team improve as communicators and in their responsibility with leadership mm-hmm. as well. So, um, and I say that because I know it's not popular for me to say that. We did a survey one time. It was like, what, where do you need help with? What does your church need the most help with? Yeah. And literally, it was like 37 things. Dead last on the list was preaching. Pastor's like, no, we no, got it. I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm cool. I'm a fantastic com- yeah. communicator. I'm a, I'm a master communicator, and uh, we don't need anybody else. <laughs> well, and, and I think, too, whenever you do that, you allow people who are passionate about certain topics to talk about those topics, which is helpful. And then you also communicate to your church, hey, I'm not the only person who can interpret scripture for you. Like, it's not just about me. There are all these other individuals that can do that as well. And you're still the primary communicator, but you build up the team around you and you communicate something bigger to your congregation. So I, I think that's important. We'd love to hear from you. Have you taken a sabbatical? How did that work? Yeah. Uh, how has including more guest speakers in your sermon calendar helped you and prepared you to rest this last year? Let us know. You can do that actually if you're watching on YouTube. You can put it in the comments. And then we also have the hashtag Hello Church Pod. So Hello Church POD. You can tweet us and just say, hey, this is how I've rested or I've learned to rest. Or maybe say, this is what I'm going to do this next year. And I think that's going to be helpful for us to hear from you and also other people to hear from you too. I will say a lot of people, when I talk about um, my sabbatical story, uh, I've taken two now. Um, uh, people have asked, like, what's the right amount of time to take off? I think, you know, only you can really answer that. But I can tell you uh, the first time around, I, I did four weeks. And after I did four weeks, I did one that was six weeks the next time. And I did feel that four weeks was a great starter. Um, and it's maybe maybe it's like the, the easiest way in, right? It's like an yeah. acceptable amount for you and for your team and you know every, everything. Um, but I did feel four weeks was a little too short. Um, six weeks was kind of the sweet spot, so to speak. I think eight weeks would just feel like an eternity, feel like a long time. Um, and the reason why I say four weeks is a little too short is just by the time, like I, I didn't really feel like I was truly rested. Like, like where you got to the point where yeah. I didn't want to go back yet. It, it was about three and a half weeks, right? When I finally was like relaxed and was like, man, I'm okay. You know I, I can let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I totally understand. It, it was it was real hard to sort of come down for the first few weeks, and then when I finally did, it was like, well, you got it. Got to get back in the saddle. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; it was wonderful. I was I was so glad I did it. In fact, we uh, we offer this to our team now. I'm a big. Uh, um, believer in it. If you've been with us for five years, once you're with us for five years, we give you a paid sabbatical month off, and uh, we think it's healthy and it's beneficial. So, mm-hmm. um, if you have any questions about sabbaticals, I've had people DM me and ask me some tips or you know, what did you guys do? How do you structure that? Happy to to, to chat with you. You can um, 
reach out at Justin Trapp on Twitter. And, uh, or just put it in the comments on the YouTube and, and we'll get to them as well. Yeah, and, and I've had people say, well, you know, wh- why should a pastor take a sabbatical? Because, you know, I don't take a sabbatical. I, there's just something different about being a pastor. There's a spiritual weight. Like, if at my job at Ministry Pass, I don't get calls, you know, in the middle of the night and I have to go to the hospital to watch someone die. You know, like, I don't have to do funerals. Um, unless at my local church they need somebody as a backup. So there's this, there's a whole lot more stress involved with being a local church pastor you don't think about. And well, I, I think it's just, it's good to have a sabbatical. Well, pastors, you don't have an off switch, Yeah. right? Every room you walk into, people are looking to you. <laughs> Every room, wh- whether it's volunteers, whether it's your, your staff, uh, a, a service, a worship service, when you walk into the room, people are looking to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um and when you go home, your children are looking to you. And then after the kids go to bed, your, 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 your wife, your spouse, they're looking to you for emotional support, um, uh, affirmation, spiritual leadership. Like, all the, like you do not have an off switch as a pastor. And that's why it's important for you to be intentional about your rest weekly, like having weekly rest, having mm-hmm. weekly moments of reflection. You know, you gain so much clarity if you just go take an hour-long walk and mm-hmm. without your phone you just gain so much um uh clarity and 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 uh god can plant things in on your heart you may you may be wanting to um you know go in one direction and you take a long walk and you realize man that's a terrible idea uh and you hadn't really oh, yeah. you hadn't really realized that unless you gotten deep into thought you know we we have this we have an action bias right in our society and as leaders and 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 I don't think we appreciate, you know, long walks of thoughtfulness, you know, just being um, oh, yeah. deep in thought. And so be intentional about your weekly rest periods, but also plan something big this year. Plan a prolonged period of rest for yourself. I'm telling you, you are going to benefit, but your organization may benefit even more, your team. And, uh, you know, that's a win-win for everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next time on Hello Church, we're going to talk about why you should probably preach through the Bible in 2021, this next year. So hang in tight. That's going to be a fantastic episode. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get this show, whether that's on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube. And let us know your thoughts using the hashtag HelloChurchPod. We'll see you next time on Hello Church.